This is the Weather Lounge here at Weatherworks. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Weather Lounge, your favorite go-to podcast about weather. I'm your host, meteorologist Brad Miller, and I would like to thank you for joining us from our Weatherworks headquarters here in Hackettstown, New Jersey. And joining me, as always, is my incredibly talented co-host, meteorologist Mike Mahalik. Hey there, Mike. Hey, what's going on, Brad? I think I'm running out of synonyms. I gotta, I gotta get the old thesaurus out again. Yeah, kind of broad and bland, you know. Yeah, you didn't put a whole lot of effort into nah, that. I'm, I'm a little bit upset about that. Actually, uh, it's 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 humid. It's just it's, <laughs> it's hot around. You know, it's just it's it's that time of the year. I'm getting lazy during the day. It's dog days are getting here. Yeah. You know, I don't know how long does it take you to come up with some special thing for me. I mean, geez, let's go. I know. Anyway, let's get on to the podcast today, right, Brad? Yeah, you know, uh, our topic today is, uh, you know, we we deal with this in the summertime, the chance of thunderstorms, you know, the chance of a shower, you know. So we're going to basically break down what the heck are pops. And we're not talking about your grandpa. We're talking about the probability of precipitation. And what does that exactly mean when you say it's a 30% chance of an afternoon thunderstorm? Yeah, I think there's a lot of confusion uh, within the public about what it actually means when it says a 30% chance of a shower or a thunderstorm. And, you know, it's not as easy as like that's the straight chance that you're going to see uh, something. It has to do with a lot more. Um, and just because you saw a shower over you doesn't mean the 30% was wrong. Right. It's that's one of the main points I want to get out right away. And we'll go into that a lot more. Um, but uh, let's go to a quick break, uh, Brad. And then after the break, we'll really go into what the heck are these pops and what do they mean? So don't go away. Have you ever needed weather data for a snow removal contract? How about a slip and fall incident? Searching for the information online may sound simple enough. However, it can be tedious and difficult. Good news! Our data and stats team can simplify the process. We'll find any weather information from daily rainfall and snowfall totals to hourly temperatures and seasonal averages. On the legal side, our forensic department routinely produces certified reports by meteorologists assessing the weather conditions on and around accident dates. So don't waste your valuable time. Give WeatherWorks a call today at 908-850-8600 or email us at data at weatherworksinc.com. Remember, when you think weather, think WeatherWorks. And we're back. Thanks for joining us here in the Weather Lounge. And our podcast topic today is the probability of precipitation or POPs. You probably hear it every day. You watch the weather forecast on television. Also, you see it on your app or even from your private weather forecasting company like us here at WeatherWorks. Now, Mike, what do you think? Is there an easy way to kind of explain your snow? The pops, and we, you mentioned the thirty percent, but again, you said it's not that simple, is it? No, <laughs> it's it's not. It's unfortunately today, Mike. It's it's you know you see it on Twitter, you see it on Facebook. This this has really been a a topic of discussion, really. Just all of a sudden this year, it's been on all social media platforms, and you know everyone kind of takes a stab at what they think. But we're going to explain it here in detail, and I th I think it's going to be almost as difficult as what we did the atmosphere with your uh, Oreo uh, layering, which I thought was excellent. So we're going to have to come up with a way to kind of describe this one too. Well, we'll explain that. And, you know, 
the pops are important. I mean, you know, everybody wants to know when it's going to rain or when it's going to snow. I mean, just look at our um, our forecasts in the morning that we provide to our, all of our clients, all of our storm alert clients. We have a nice uh, pop graph um, that gives you the percentage of uh, precipitation through the day and, and when the highest amount or the greatest threat is. Um, so that way they can plan their activities. But so let's just go right into it. So what does that percentage mean when it says a 30% chance of rain? So basically it describes the chance of precipitation occurring at any point in a given area. Okay, so we're talking about if the forecast is for your county, it's 30% of that county, you know, could see that rain. But it's not just that. There's actually a formula that goes into this. Um, and what it is is POP equals percent confidence. So the percentage of confidence that the forecaster has times the aerial coverage. So it's not just the chance it will rain. It's not just the area, 30% of the area will see the rain. It's confidence times the aerial coverage is, is how we figure it out. So this is quite interesting, though, Brad, when you think about it. Um, if you think about some examples here, um, you know, it, it could be a little bit confusing. Um, so let me throw out one example. So let's say your your probability of precipitation or pop is 40%. Okay, so if you have if you're if the forecaster is 100% confident that of snow happening over 40% of the area, well, you do 100% times 40%, which is, you know, really decimals when right, you think it's about it. It's 0.4, yeah. right? Equals 40%. So that's what it is. We're doing that, uh, you know, that formula there. So if you think of an example here, so we can break it down a little bit further, because I know people are probably still a little bit confused about it, but think about snow showers. So if I'm forecasting a snow shower, a snow shower event in the winter, I might be a hundred percent confident that it's going to snow somewhere in the area I'm forecasting for, whether it's let's just say Northwest Connecticut or something like that. Um, but only forty percent of Northwest Connecticut is going to see an actual snow shower come through. So then you do your formula, your confidence times aerial coverage, and that's how you get your 40%. So it, it's it's quite interesting how that all works out. Um, right. And on the other, on the flip side of that, and let, let's say the, the forecaster's confidence is like, all right, well, I think it's going to develop over this area, or there's a pretty good chance that we're going to get some development of snow showers still in that 40%. But let's say, like you said, it's maybe 50-50 that day. Forecaster isn't confident completely confident it's going to snow. You know, maybe all the ingredients aren't there for the snow showers to develop, but pretty sure that something's going to develop. So you get that 50%, which is, you know, uh, 0.5. Then you do the times the 40%, which you think is going to be the coverage. So then you come out with, what's that? <laughs> Try to do that in my head. Now we're at 20%, <laughs> right. So there's your 20% chance of, 
uh, snow shower occurring in Northwest Connecticut, like you said, for the example. So yeah, the confidence definitely changes the coverage and then it's back and forth. So maybe you have 80% confidence that only 30% chance of uh, the area that sees it. So yeah, I, I, you can see where it gets a little confusing, but it, it comes down to that forecaster's confidence. I think that really dictates, um, you know, what, what's going to happen with the percentages. Yeah, I mean, it's a give and take, though. I mean, it's not all in the confidence of the forecaster of, of what the percentage is going to be for the day. Um, but um, you could think of it in other ways, too, where um, um, we all heard about Virga before, right? Um, and if anybody out there hasn't, Brad, what's Virga, basically? Let's tell our listeners. It's more of a wintertime uh, uh, scenario when, you know, you got a lot of dry air in the lower levels of the atmosphere. and you have precipitation falling from the clouds, but it's so dry underneath uh, at the lower levels and here at the ground that it just evaporates before it reaches. So, and you'll see that a lot of times uh, you'll see, you know, little wisps of, of precip coming out of the clouds, you know, maybe four or 5,000 feet above you. But again, dew points may be really low at the ground and it's just evaporating. So, and that's why mountain time, uh, you know, tops of mountains see a lot more snow, like Mount Washington is a good example. I mean, how much, you know, snow that they see versus like the valley areas, because again, they're just getting, you know, it's, it's more, it's, it's, it's more moisture up there at the, at the higher level. So, you know, again, the Virga part, yeah, you, it's, it's, you know, how do you forecast that? How do you tell someone, yeah, it's raining, but it's not reaching the ground. <laughs> yeah. And that's a tough one. And here's where you could think of your pop, your percentage of precipitation again, in a different way where the forecaster confidence comes into play a little bit. Because if you have Virga over an area, you could look at your radar and it just looks green and you're thinking, oh my God, it's snowing everywhere, Um, but it's not reaching the ground. So here's where it comes in again, where you can have a 50% confidence of snow because you're not sure if that will fall through uh, that dry air and make it all the way to the surface. But if it does... It might happen over 80% of the area. Right. So if you do the math on that, 50% times 80%, then we're talking about 40% again. Right. So, yeah, it's it's quite interesting how this all works. So the funny thing is, like, like I said in the intro, you know, people may think if they get hit by a shower or they get hit by a thunderstorm, like, wow, what's this? You know, they said 30% and I got hit by this shower. This should have been 100% or something like that. But actually, it's not true. <laughs> um, if you think about that formula, you know, and you think about the aerial coverage aspect of that, you know, it so happened that within that forecast area, you were in that 30% of the area that could have gotten hit by one of these showers. You're just that lucky person. Go play the lottery that night. Sorry. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's the only way. So if you think about it as chance and not so much the confidence times aerial coverage, so the only time that it's going to be a straight 30% or a straight 40% chance of rain for you is going to be if you don't move your location the entire time. <laughs> okay. So if there's going to be an afternoon shower and it's a 40% chance and you're going to stay in the same place during the afternoon, then your chance is 40. Right. Now, if you're moving around though, if you're moving around town, it's a different story. Right. Big deal, right? 
Mm-hmm. Because think about it. I mean, you know, you're talking about a forecast area here. So there's 40% over the forecast area. If you start moving from your house to the grocery store to the gas station, you're moving all around that forecast area. So now your percentages of actually seeing a shower during that time is going up rather than going down. So, um, it's definitely interesting how that works, you know, and, and I hope we're trying to explain a little bit there, um, for everybody, how it's actually working so that, you know, maybe when they look at their, their phone app or, or whatever it may be, or even one of our clients looking at one of the forecasts with 40 you know, percent on it or right. 30 or whatever it may be, they can kind of decipher that a little bit better. So maybe they're thinking, okay, you know, so there's a 30% chance of a shower, but you know, I might be moving around the whole, you know, area of Northwest Connecticut here. So maybe that chance will be a little bit greater because I'm, you know, cutting a lawn over here or I'm, you know, landscaping a retaining wall over there or I'm paving a lot over here. You know, things can certainly change during the day. So you got to weigh those chances a little bit. Yeah. And when we, when we do our forecasts at WeatherWorks too, and it, that's the maximum chance that we put in the actual forecast line. However, we do reflect this though into our pop graph because you know if we have a forty percent chance of a shower or thunderstorm, that's not usually all day. You know, it's probably zero in the morning, typical summertime stuff. You know, then it kind of increases as you get towards noon, and then we peak. You know, somewhere three, four, five, six p.m., and then it comes back down. So even even though the forecast says, you know, mixture of sunshine and clouds, perhaps an afternoon shower or thunderstorm. We show that 40% on the precipitation chance line, but the pop graph is what I think most of our clients are more interested in because, hey, I can get most of my day in here through 1, 2 p.m. without a drop, or at least the chance is probably less than 10%. Then, you know, we get into that period where there's a better chance. Now, other days when we know it's going to be more active, our chance of rain jumps to 65, 70%. Sometimes we won't even put a percentage in because we're that confident that we are going to get rain or even snow in the wintertime. So, you know, that's where the pop, you know, chance goes above 80% and, you know, basically almost guaranteed precipitation then. Yeah. And I think it's just the trend there uh, for everybody to look at. They could see that, okay, my chances are increasing as I go into the afternoon. So, you know, let me get as much done as possible during the morning hours. And then once I get past two or three o'clock, I know that I might be dealing with something. Um, So maybe by that time, I'm going to want to start, you know, breaking down or, or, you know, doing something to mitigate that on whatever project you're working. Right. And wintertime, you know, that's very, that's very important to a lot of folks too, because they want to know when, when's the storm over? When, when's that snow chance going from 80% down to, you know, 20 to 10%? When can I start cleaning up and, and getting, you know, the plows getting going and, and, and not having to come back and do more work later? You know, I, I, this is all important to me um, and, and my business. So, you know, that's that pop graph, you know, when you see that on your app, the app's are not all that great. I mean, they're very computer or, or heavily computer generated. Uh, there's very little human aspect to, to if, if any, in some of these apps. And we've talked about apps before versus where you get a private weather forecast from somebody, you know, and there's a lot of human, uh, you know, uh, s- you know, subtleties that are added to it because that's what it comes down to a lot of times. Yeah. Well, let's get back to pop, Brad, um, because I wonder if, people may get confused with equating the percentage 
of precipitation to actually the amount of rainfall um, that occurs. So, so I mean, like, if there's a 30%, like, I don't know if they're thinking like, well, there, we won't see much rain, it'll be light. Or if there's an 80%, they're thinking, oh, well, we're going to see a ton of rain. It could be, uh, it could be the opposite. You could have 80% chance of just some light rain that adds up, you know, maybe to a 10th of an inch, or you get that 30%, but you get that thunderstorm over you and you pick up a quick half inch of rain. So let's clear that up real quick. The, the, what's the actual, um, what, what we're looking at here with pop, what's it explaining as far as, as far as the pop, it, it means um, how much rainfall are we looking at uh, that goes into that? Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's well, yeah, it, it has to be at least 0.01 to be accounted for, if you will. Um, you know, a lot of times you'll get a trace of rain if it's just a sprinkle that goes by or the, the, the whatever the reporting station shows. Um, you know, a trace of rain is basically like you're outside. Oh, look, a couple of drops just fell and then it's gone. Um, you know, 0.01 is 0.01. It's it wets the ground and that may be it, but obviously as you get higher, it's more. So yeah, that's what we're looking, looking for, uh, with the pops, you know, we're, we're looking for that 0 0.01 of uh, rain or liquid equivalent of snow or ice that falls, um, to get us that, um, confirmation of, you know, actually verifying. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's important to understand that the percentage uh, a precipitation doesn't really take into account other than the 0 0.01 thing it doesn't take into account how much rain is going to fall or how much snow is going to fall so if you have a hundred percent chance of rain that rain could be drizzle it could be drizzling the whole morning and it's a hundred percent chance but you might only come up with you know a, a tenth of an inch at best uh, of of rainfall for that day so it doesn't really equate in that way um you know, to how much actually falls. Um, so it's good to know. And just like Brad said with the other thing, I mean, you get a 20% chance of a pop-up thunderstorm. If that sits over your town, you know, it's going to dump a good quarter inch real quick or a half inch rain. And a half mile away, they don't see a drop. It's just, uh, that that's the, and, and that's one thing I also want to want to point on uh, is, you know, you know, a lot of times they'll say, ah, you know, the they just put a 20% chance in to cover themselves. But, you know, in essence, it's kind of, it, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes we don't know where that pop-up storm is going to be. And a 20% is a very generalization of, like we were saying, Northwest Connecticut. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know where that pop-up thunderstorm is, but the ingredients are there for a shower thunderstorm to develop somewhere in that Northwest Connecticut area. So again, yeah, 20% kind of covers us or 30% in that, in that respect, but it's, it's, it isn't, no one can, unless you're, you know, a higher authority, you're not going to know, I don't care how good of a forecaster or meteorologist you are, you're not going to tell me that it's definitely going to have that 20% chance right here. And as opposed to 10 miles away. So it is kind of a pop-up kind of a setup with those. So yeah, let's, let's give ourselves a little bit more credit though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying in those situations, in those situations. Yeah, I, I, in I the agree. Pop-up thunderstorm situation. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's very difficult to know exactly where that's going to pop up, but we can take a pretty good stab at it because we know some of uh, the mechanisms that get pop-up thunderstorms going. Like we might have something called a high-level heat source um, that occurs in the mountains, and that might allow um, that pop-up thunderstorm to occur a little bit quicker. Or you might have a sea breeze or something yep. like that. Some kind of a trigger, yeah. Yeah, that might move inland, might meet with another sea breeze or something like that, and might have enough trigger on a real hot and humid day just to get a, 
a pop-up shower going. Um, so there's so there's definitely things that we can look at. Um, but in those general, you know, summertime type days, it does get very difficult to exactly pinpoint uh, where that's going to be. That's why I kind of I chuckle at some of the uh, uh, some of the apps that you know say, "Hey, at three o'clock, you know, yeah. we're going to get a thunderstorm or something." It's just like no. <laughs> moderate rain beginning in your area in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then you look at it; it's like there's not one in anywhere near here. Um, so that that's where it gets a little bit difficult. But um, um, one thing I also want to go over, Brad, uh, is a is a question that people might think of is um, so if you have five days in a row of 20% chance of showers, does that give a hundred percent chance that rain falls somewhere? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, the five day forecasts are, are very, you know, especially after day one and two, they're very general, uh, even on television you'll see. And, and, you know, the, the forecast confidence goes down obviously as you get further out, but you know, that's why the first couple of days are, are a little more, you know, you know, to scrutinize a little bit more for the forecast because you know th- these are the things I think most folks understand as you get past days three and four it becomes more of a, a generalization but yeah it's that twenty percent each day you'll see that some kind sometimes slapped on the, the forecast on TV and you know it's you take it with a grain of salt as you get past like days three and four but uh, yeah, it doesn't add up though to a hundred percent that's that's the one thing we kind of want to get get the point yeah that's here. that's what i was you know you went on a big tangent about uh five day forecast and i was like wait a minute <laughs> let's let's go through and answer the actual question but yeah what you said at the end brad you know that's right it's not cumulative right um you know that doesn't the 20 percent each day um doesn't add up to 100 percent that you're going to see rain within that five day span the 20% that you see each day is only for that period it's talking about. So if it says 20% chance of a shower in the afternoon, it's 20% chance of that shower for that day in the afternoon. It doesn't it doesn't add up. So technically, if you think about it, one day this say uh, I don't know, any town USA gets hit <laughs> with a shower um, in the afternoon. All right, because that's 20%. <laughs> yeah, there's your 20%. Oh, darn, this guy got hit. Yeah. But then the next day, if it's 20% in the afternoon again, it's the same thing. Any part in that forecast... Could be the same area again. Yeah. It's still the same chances. It doesn't go down because they got a hit with a shower yesterday. Right. It's the same chances. So that same spot actually could get hit two days in a row. When there's only a twenty percent chance of the shower, right? You get that you get that shower on Monday, and then the next day it's still twenty percent on Tuesday. It's same thing with flipping a coin. I mean, you, you flip a coin, it comes out heads. I mean, what's the chances of heads on the next one? Fifty percent. Same thing. Yeah. Right. Eventually, you will get tails. You'll get a, you know you may get like eight in a row, but you know that that chance does not change. It's it's one or the other. And same thing with these kind of shower setups. And when we get these. And I don't want to be so pessimistic about it because, I mean, think about the areas who didn't see rain in that. So there's, you know, places that didn't see the rain. Right. So, hey, you know, they didn't get rain. They could not see rain for the five-day stretch, even though there was a 20% every day. You know, it's just the way it goes. I think that could be a little better covered also and explained with basically what we call forecast language. And this isn't your technical meteorology 
you know, when we can get very, um, you know, deep into why things happen with weather. Nobody wants to hear about that. That's what we're here for as meteorologists, but we have to explain it into the terms that everyone can understand. And, you know, you, you hear the terms like isolated or chance, uh, you know, likely, you know, so we'll kind of break that down. And we actually have a, a precipitation or a probability of precipitation value, Mike, that kind of breaks down these, uh, I guess, four uh, different, I guess, layers, if you will, of chance of rain or snow. Yeah, I mean, there is. And, uh, you know, I remember looking at this when I was a kid, you know, watching forecasts come out and, and I see the... Uh, you know, if the forecast says something like uh, snow is likely, you know, then I knew there was a pretty good chance. And then I would equate it with whatever the percentage was, 60%. I was like, oh, if it's 60%, it's probably a likely situation. And I don't know why I did that, but I guess that was the scientist in me uh, <laughs> looking at that data um, when I was even just reading the forecast. But yeah, there are certain pop values that we, you know, try to adhere to. Um and certain ways to describe it. So if we're looking at a 10 to 25% uh, pop of uh, the rain shower occurring, that's usually, a, obviously it's a low confidence. Um, if you see a forecast, it might say something like an isolated shower is possible in the afternoon, or you might say something like it's not ruled out, or there's a slight chance or something like that you might see in the forecast. So, you know, those are the kind of terms to describe that. I'd kind of argue a little bit that maybe even 30% would be in that sort of category. Um, Cause I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at the chart um, that is to be used and I'm going, I see a scattered term for a 30% and I can't say I really use a scattered term, yeah. Brad, unless I go to about 40%, I'd say. Yeah. that That's getting closer to scatter or that's closer to isolate. I agree. But either way, um, between 30 and 55%, we're looking at kind of a moderate confidence of something happening. Um, we like to say scattered or something like that. And you might see a chance in the forecast. So you might see a, a something to the effect of, you know, um, a 40% chance of a scattered shower or thunderstorm you may see in your forecast. So that's when we're looking, you know, in that scattered or chance range. Once we get above 60%, that's when we start going into that high confidence of things happening. So now you're seeing rain likely or numerous thunderstorms or something like that is explaining that, you know, 60% or higher type situation. And then like Brad said earlier, if we're in the 80 to 100% pop value, that's when we're very confident. We're almost certain um, that it's going to rain you know, we'll say periods of rain, periods of snow. We might just say rain period or snow period. <laughs> I always like doing that because it's very simple. If it's going to snow all day. Yeah, I just want to come in one day and put that in the forest. Snow. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you just like maybe cloudy with snow. But that's what our very high confidence is between 80 and 100 percent. And we might not even use any type of you know likely descriptor because it, hey it's happening it's it's our it might even already be getting or if it's already happening right yeah that's, right that's one thing you don't want to put in a percentage for a chance of rain or snow when it's actually occurring already because then you know it just doesn't look right so you start your forecast and it's already precipitating then uh, make sure that's reflective of that because you don't want to give them a chance when oh well why am I 
talking about a chance here. Yes. I'm watching uh, the snow pile up in front of me. You know, what I wanted to uh, also hit on, because we covered pop at, at length here, but I got to say the forecast language thing, I got a pet peeve, Brad. Uh-oh. <laughs> and that's for the nighttime hours. If somebody says partly clear. <laughs> yes. I can't deal with that. I know. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. It's you either know? partly cloudy, mostly cloudy, mainly clear. Yeah, partly clear is... No, partly clear. It's not used at night. You know, you have your mostly sunny during the day. You have your partly sunny during the day. If it's at night, you usually go a mainly clear or a clear if it's in that way. But partly clear, no. Just go partly cloudy or a few clouds or passing clouds or something like that. And, uh, I mean, you surely couldn't do partly moony. Hey now. <laughs> like a good IPA. <laughs> Partly Mooney. I like it. There you go. Um, That'll be our microbrew. Or, or Weatherworks microbrew. That'll be our first one. Partly Mooney? Uh, yeah, I'm sure we... Um, well, there's a bunch of ones out there. Yeah. I don't know if we're getting off the subject. There's a bunch of weather, uh, you know, beer. Maybe we'd call it Partly Clear Lager. There you go. be a little bit the, hazy. Yeah, people won't like that. Like, ew, partly clear lager. <laughs> that probably wouldn't be too uh, dark too and stormy. Yeah, yeah. No, we, no, no. <laughs> I'm going off. Yeah, I know, but I, I got to say, I mean, now that we're talking about that, the uh, one local uh, brewery here, the one time they had a beer on their uh, Instagram page that was like a blended beer, and it looked terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, why are you putting that up? That's crazy. Um, but uh, they certainly certainly didn't uh, go with their uh, confidence uh, on that one. I gotta say, they should have they should have not posted that picture. But hey, you know, I gotta say, it's something else. Yeah, we're definitely off the off the rails here a little bit. But hey, that's good every now and then. Again, the main thing, oh yeah, with with the probability of precipitation, you know, I, I think I think to to really kind of generalize and and summarize everything is is it's not on all day chance it's you know i th- that's where i think the pop graph comes in or probability of precipitation you know where it's the highest where it's the lowest because i think that is really reflective of what we're talking about here because you know not only do you have your the forecast of confidence you have the coverage you have the actual chance of precipitation then you're actually talking about the time of the day and when it's going to be the best chance so you know th- these kinds of things are, are all helpful to everyone and i, I just think that th- i think the pop the pot uh, probability of precipitation the graph that is uh you know used and the one that we supply our clients with or i think for that day itself you know other than when you're preparing maybe for a bigger storm a couple days away but you know i think that's just the greatest tool that anyone can use you know for outdoor work yeah i mean i would agree and um you know i just hope that you know during our podcast here that we kind of uh, cleared the air a little bit about what that percentage actually means and and i think it's just important that you understand when it breaks down to it that it's a confidence and it's an aerial coverage aspect to it. So it's not just a chance only. So there's two things that go into that. So just keep that in mind and keep it in mind that it's for an area. It might not be for your exact pinpoint location. Um, So it all depends where that forecast is for. 
Um, so, you know, Brad, I think that about does it here uh, yeah, for the... Yeah, we uh, don't want to continue on with this uh, and get get deeper into issues with this pop. But uh, yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, then we yeah, start talking ha- about breweries again and all <laughs> kinds of other things. So we don't want to do that. Um, but... Uh, yeah, anyway, that that's that's about it. And guys, if you do have any more questions about what pop means, please just shoot us an email. Um, that's at weatherlounge at weatherworksinc.com. You can certainly send us an email there and ask us any questions you may have. Also, let us know if you have any suggestions for the show. We'd be glad to hear them or maybe a guest suggestion. Um, that might be a good thing for us. And uh, I'm going to say we got a couple we got a couple cool ones coming up. We got uh, oh, we have a couple nice weather ones. Weather yeah. wine, I, uh, which is yeah. something I never thought of. We can do some weather history podcast down the road. I mean, it's uh, you know, again, if if anyone has any ideas, yeah, feel free to send them to us, and we'll uh, we'll we'll delve into them yeah. and do some research and and get them on the podcast. Yeah, uh, and and more guests from the snow and ice industry, and also uh, maybe some guests from some professional uh, teams out there. Um, kind of drop that little hint there, but uh, you know it might be Football coming up. Football season's right around the corner. Hint, oh, hint. even more hints. But uh, anyway, all right, that's it for our podcast for this week. And uh, please visit Weatherworks on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, anywhere you can find social media, you'll find Weatherworks. And also. Uh, Don't forget to uh, find us this podcast, The Weather Lounge, anywhere you look for your podcast, whether it's on Apple or Android or Stitcher or Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, I believe. Uh, We're we're pretty much everywhere. So just search us out and you'll surely be able to find us. So thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. And we'll see you in another two weeks. Bye.